Welcome to the World of Wind Girls podcast. This is the podcast where three windsurf girls shine a different light on all of your favorite athletes. You can tell us anything. We don't judge. We're the non-judging breakfast club. And that they blame it on your vagina. She always drinks I don't want to be like strong, like pretty men. I want to be strong like women fighting bears in the woods. Buckle up. What psycho drinks Red Bull at night? All right, we're live. I'm so scared it's not gonna work again. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of ASMR. Yeah, I'm not sure. If ASMR, one more. Oh yes, get it in there. So actually, we're sitting right now in the vans, pouring ourselves some tea. Hate to say it, but we recorded for four to five minutes without actually recording. So this is kind of our second try right yeah. now. First podcast, second try, and um, yeah, first episode. <laughs> Still Girls, on the first. <laughs> I'm in two hours still on the first episode. Can we still cheers to that once again? That yeah, let's go cheers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just want to say welcome to the World of Wind Girls podcast. <laughs> this is our first episode ever. Uh, we are three windsurfers who are going to show you the inside of your favorite athletes. So we're going to have guests on here um, every week as that we're going to know more about on the personal level. So like, I think it's going to be super cool. Should we just start with introducing ourselves, maybe? Yes, let's go. We're going to introduce each, each other. Each other, actually. So I'm going to start with introducing like Sarah. That. Do you want to say your name so that yes. you know your Hello, voice? I'm Sarah. Sarah Wenicus, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just... Sometimes you call her Sar, so don't get confused about that. Yeah. Or wife. Or <laughs> well, I'll, or try, I'll try not to, but it might happen. okay so sar you have been the longest in the windsurfing game so i feel like you're the most experienced one you can Mm -hmm. say veteran (laughs) veteran grandma but she didn't like that one the last time so i'm just gonna it's just for the protocol (laughs) exactly (laughs) now so you've been doing rsx which is which used to be the olympic windsurfing uh but now it's iq and now you're doing iq so how was the rsx for you yeah, I think my R6 career was super cool. I learned a lot, um, especially on yeah, high-level sports. Um, learned a lot about windsurfing, learned a lot about professional sports, and it was a really good experience. I loved it a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for sure, the IQ Foil is just a really new and cool mm-hmm. game. So um, yeah, super excited for that as well. Super cool. And you started with your family, with your brother and your father. Yes. How was that? Yeah, so I have a younger brother, um, like two years younger. He's basically <laughs> one head bigger than me already, 20 kilos heavier as well. So <laughs> like, he's not my little brother anymore. But yeah, when we started windsurfing, um, it was actually my dad and my mom wanted to stay a summer home. We would always go on very long trips and holidays. So they decided to stay home, buy a windsurf board for me and my brother so that we could have something to do during yeah during that summer and yeah we got hooked straight away and it was really nice to actually later also be competing with him and um yeah super cool mm. to get into it in that way cool and actually i've been on professional windsurfing for about 10 years already so that's quite that's a while insane so to me oh that's insane God. but you've always been in the federation and now you're kind of doing it your own way yeah, exactly. So I think that's really the cool part. I have gained a lot of experience in how to run a professional campaign mm. but within a team, within a federation, and now to do it on my own. It's a really new thing. And mm. besides that, I also start doing the PWA tour, which yes. is more of the, yeah, not which is the non-Olympic class. And I also love doing both. And that's really cool to take all of that 
yeah. knowledge. Yeah. So the PWA tour is like the professional World Cup. So we have like the Olympic side of windsurfing and then we have the professional side. So the PWA is the professional World Cup and the Olympic is like IQ with the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's for all the listeners that don't know much about the windsurfing world. Exactly. I feel like we're going to find an analogy for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can actually maybe explain that more in another podcast but for now it's not really relevant and which is more relevant is that i'm going to introduce our other co-host which is elena sandera shandera (laughs) oh my god try that one again again. yes okay i'm so sorry it's okay it's written sandera so a lot of people get confused but it's actually czech so shandera is the actual so half jack but well you actually are the newbie kind of to the windsurfing scene mm-hmm. um we met in january in tenerife when we were training there and i want to say straight away i think for me you're one of the really new inspiring people into this world you decided to just hop into it from nowhere and now you're running actually an olympic campaign towards 2024 and trying to get from nothing and just go all in yeah into the olympic IQ follow class and I think that's super inspiring for all of us just follow our dreams so how did you get to yeah get to this decision of I want to be a professional windsurfer um first of all thanks for that introduction it's super <laughs> cute um yeah so I think it all started in summer 2020 during the corona summer where we kind of got to go out again for the first time after lockdowns and I went to Garda Lake Garda, where I usually went every summer to, as we said before, like windsurf a little bit, like the free ride windsurfing, but I couldn't actually surf. Like I couldn't do any maneuvers, could just go straight lines. Um, and I saw the IQ Foil group of Italy, so their team training. And yeah, the boyfriend of my sister was like, actually, like you should go for it. Like just try it. And I tried and I was terrified from the foil and I sucked so bad, but I th- think like it's a bit of my personality to just either do it all or not at all so mm-hmm. yeah I went all in and I flew to Tenerife with zero experience trying to join the top girls mm-hmm. that are sitting with me in the car right now Ooh. um yeah and with instead of like pushing me out of the team they actually took me in and you guys taught yeah. me a lot so here we are I think that's really cool because a lot of people they dream about doing things but they never really take action but I feel like you really took action and just went for it and Thank that's you. super inspiring yeah, I think we can add to that that you actually went into medicine, you finished mm-hmm. your first year and now you decided to take a break for four years to fully commit to your dreams. And that's super cool. Thank super you so cool. much. And inspiring. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. So we have our actual host. Yeah. Helena, what can you tell us about Hella? <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about Hella for a second. Um, well, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about you, uh, Hella Opedal, is the Opedal family because Hella does not come alone. She comes in a package oh, of no. usually four. So she has three other sisters, mm-hmm. a dad that was your coach, a mom that's usually also on the road, and in general, just quite a crazy family from Norway. Do you mm. want to just talk about them for a second? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, my family is always hanging around me, and my sisters, they also started they are also doing windsurfing like full time so it's super cool to like share this with them to like have experiences and talk about it and also like following them in regattas to see like that when they're where i used to be like in sharing experience and stuff it's just so cool so i love sharing it with them and that everyone is so passionate about it it's just so cool oh nice (laughs) yeah it's super cool yeah Mm -hmm. like having family there is for sure a big support Mm, definitely definitely so another thing that I would think about if I hear your name is 
kind of the rising star. <laughs> like to me, when I started with this whole thing, Sara was already at the top. And for me, she was like, oh my gosh, she's like this pro windsurfer. And Helle, mm -hmm. like I got to, which I'm super like honored by, I got to experience kind of your rise this whole year. Like in January, mm -hmm. people didn't know who you were. And now you say Helle Oppadal and everyone knows who you are. Because <laughs> you got so much media coverage because you did mm -hmm. so well. Do yep. you want to talk about this rise to the top? Yeah, it is kind of crazy because I feel like everything happened like just during a year. Like I just went from nobody to somebody. <laughs> and that's really cool. Like, because I always thought that I like couldn't be one of the best ones because I always witnessed the best ones standing on a podium and being good. And I was good myself, but never really one of the best. So it's just so cool to finally like be up there and fighting for the top spots and be one of the best. Like I, I just didn't believe that that could happen before and now it's happening and it's just it's just so cool okay <laughs> do you want to quickly like maybe talk about what made you go from i mean you you've been windsurfing for a while mm. as well now you have quite a lot of experience in big techno which is a different discipline in windsurfing but you say you kind of were average or like you know mm. you were average to good but what made you go from average to good to a pro and being on the top of the world yeah i think it was just like a switch in my head i just decided uh, that i wanted to be really good not just average um and i it's like when you do that switch in your head like every decision you make you kind of make it towards that goal that you set so i just set the goal like i want to be good and i just made the decisions that i had to do to become that and i guess the sacrifices uh, too exactly a lot of sacrifices too but it's been just so cool to like be able to do it like just deciding and just doing it like Heck yeah, and it's here so you are. <laughs> this is so sick. Super nice. So, yeah, it's really cool in this podcast that we're all going to have like our different perspectives. Yes. And um, yeah, also when we were talking, when we were talking, when we were talking <laughs> to other people, other guests, we all have like our own views and our own experiences already. So this yeah, is yeah. Super different cool. backgrounds. I think that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe we can also tell that every week we're going to do a different topic and this week exactly. it's going to be wom women in windsurfing. I think we are, we've been talking a lot about this, yes. the advantages, disadvantages. So mm. yeah, it's going to be cool to talk a little bit about that actually. Yeah. yeah. And also usually we're going to have guests. Yeah. yeah. So Just that's going to be maybe. super exciting. Yeah. yeah. But this, this first one is a little bit of an introduction episode about yeah. a topic that we're all passionate about. And so you guys can get to know each other. Mm. And now talking about that, we have a little this or that game mm -hmm. before we get into the more serious topic. Yes. So I want to start with Hella. So tequila or vodka? Obviously tequila. <laughs> She always drinks tequila. I love tequila. We've had a couple of margarita nights. Actually, I was just going to talk about this. This yes. idea of the podcast was created in Garda. In, in tequila. <laughs> in tequila. In a margarita night. Yes. You are so right. I just yes, remember yeah. that. Literally, our, also our profile picture of the chat is us drinking margaritas, remember? Actually, yes. That's true. <laughs> okay, That's so true. I should have known tequila. For <laughs> tequila. Foil or fin? foil people always get so surprised that i cannot sail on the fin but i i just cannot like <laughs> i could before when i was younger i was actually a solemn sailor but i just stopped when i started foiling because i just really liked the foil so even though it was super windy and people went on a fin i still just went on the foil because that's what i wanted to do and now when i was home i tried to to go on fin and it's just terrible like I cannot even jive. Like you have never witnessed a worse jive. Like it's insane how bad you can. I feel like we should take some videos and put that on. Yes, we should actually do that. We should actually do that. Okay. Um, more personal, but are you into men or women? 
this is actually a hard one because I, I don't really know, but right now it's definitely men. So you yeah. do have a male crush? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to know that. Maybe we'll get to know that. Um, are you wearing sneakers or high heels? Uh, sneakers always. High yeah. heels are too painful. 100%. I could not walk in those. Oh, yes. Sailing in salt water or sweet water? Actually, I think salt water because I feel more at home because it's what I usually sail in. But sweet water is better for the equipment. But I don't know. I just feel more home in the salt water. Ocean girl. Ocean, yeah. <laughs> go some of those sounds. Jesus. Okay, swapping over to Sarah. Oh, wife, yeah. Sarah Venicus. All the names. Oh, yes. Um, fin or foil? Because you're actually the only one of us that does both on a good mm-hmm. level. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love fin. I love the waves. I just feel betrayed. Traitor! But I you're have to add to that. We've been talking about this a little bit. And yeah. in, if you would... If I would choose foil, because the thing is, I love to do jumps and ride waves and stuff like this. And I'm not good at it, but I just love it. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and in wing foiling nowadays, you can actually foil and be in a ra- and in being in the waves and do freestyle. So I, I can. But if I would choose, okay, maybe I would choose foil. I don't know. I'm oh God, stop backtracking. You're a trader anyway. So <laughs> you might as well just yeah. say you prefer the fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love it. BWA or IQ. So, as we said before, oh. Professional Windsurf Association or the Olympic Yeah, for sure, PWA. I have been in Olympic windsurfing for a long time, and mm-hmm. I just love being into a new, new scene. And also, I feel like the perspective from windsurfing is a little bit different in the PWA tour, and I just love that vibe and love the passion everyone has for the sport. So, for sure, PWA. Sweet. Yeah. Also, you, are you into men or women? Men. Yeah, I'm 100% <laughs> sure. <laughs> People doubt me sometimes. So. But, I mean, but, yeah. you do have me as a wife. So I yeah. feel like I do make you a little bit gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> gay is okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, would you drink more coffee or tea? Because mm-hmm. I see you drink both a lot. No, it's coffee. As coffee it should be. Sure. That's why I married her. <laughs> um, would you say you're an early bird or a night owl? night i used to be an early bird and go to the gym at eight in the morning and now i just have a hard time waking up in the morning <laughs> she's all of us <sighs> yeah fair enough yeah good that concludes your this or that okay nice. so elena. elena so would you never drink coffee or never windsurf again this one was actually one of the hardest that i had to think about because <laughs> i am a coffee obs- like i have a coffee obsession you're a barista I was for two years, so I learned like how to do like latte art, and I had so many schoolings about the freaking coffee bean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm a professional windsurfer, so I would never just sit at the beach, drink coffee, and watch you surf. No. So I would rather give up coffee and windsurf. Mm-hmm. I think how that's... painful it is, though. Oh <laughs> I can see God. your pain in I your know, face. It's really awful. <laughs> like I don't even want to think about this. Like that hurts my. But yes, I would yeah. choose windsurfing over coffee. Okay. Would you choose van life or like apartment life? Van life. van life mainly because mm-hmm. i'm currently in the process of getting my own van where by the way i have a huge coffee machine in there mm. um <laughs> you don't have to choose <laughs> i don't have to. no i just want to point it out so yeah van life just because i'm obsessed with designing it and like i'm already thinking about you know how i'm gonna live oh, in it yes. and i already lived in a van all summer so mm. van life thing it is so are you into boys or girls both I'd play on both teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I would say, like, it fluctuates quite a bit. I think sexuality is fluid. And mm. if you would go with percentage, I would say, like, I'm 70% men and, like, 30% women. Mm. Like, that's where I would put myself. Yeah. For sure. Or maybe 80-20 even. 
also you also you guys are doing the youtube now so yeah yeah so do you like better the youtube or the podcast oh i want to say youtube because just i've been doing it for so long and i mm. love just showing people what i'm up to and like showing them the different parts of my life but mm. in the podcast i feel like i can actually go deeper into detail and yeah. you know really talk about what i'm passionate about and yeah i feel like in youtube you have to do fast cuts you have to make it interesting you have to like show like funny things and like it could be more of a show mm. and in podcasts it's deep it's real so i do love podcasts yeah I have to say. Cool. maybe i'm saying that so you guys don't kill me because we're, <laughs> we're doing a podcast right exactly. now exactly <laughs> remember that <laughs> so would you rather learn surfing or ringing Oh, we talked about this before and it's a hard one because winging, you can freestyle and I want to jump. Like I'm sick of having the big heavy equipment. I, I mean, I love IQ, but it's mm. big, it's heavy. It's not freestyle. It's not like the light and jumpy stuff. And on winging, you could jump. Mm. But surfing, mm-hmm. like if I want to be the ultimate pick me girl, I would we obviously go for surfing. Big pick me girls. <laughs> we are. Sorry. And my dream is like those mm. longboards where you dance a little bit front and back. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, longboarding. I did that in my past life. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> in I your did dreams. that. Yes. So yeah, in the end, I would go for surfing because longboarding like, yeah. Mm. I want surfing to... and longboard, I mean, that's so comfortable. Yeah. Oh, Just yes. one board. You, you don't know? have to rig oh five god. sails. Yeah. And like, Oh my god, yeah. yeah. That would be the best part about it for sure. Oh yes. But sure. enough with the fun, girls. I think. Yeah, wow. let's get into some We're getting more into the... serious talk. Yes. Actually, so women in windsurfing. I think we've all experienced that kind of the advantages and, and disadvantages. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it has been a big topic as well now. Actually, um, in the PWA wait. PWA tour day recently. <laughs> Man, I don't know what's up what with my speech <laughs> incapability today. Yeah. I think we've already talked too much. Yeah, we yeah. have. But still, yes. I want to get back to the importance actually of the topic because, yeah, in the PWA tour, you, quite recently we got equal prize money, for example, for women, women boop, boop. Men and women. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, About cool. time. Yeah. I agree. And since windsurfing is quite a male dominated sport still, unfortunately, there are quite some disadvantages and girls like you want to share some disadvantages for sure yeah there are some mm. there are a lot actually mm-hmm. um yeah i just want to talk about this one topic which i'm really passionate about especially lately and that is the female cycle so oh, yes. if this is too much information for you you can just click right ahead but i urge you to listen to this because I think there's just too much notion in the whole world of being like, oh, girls are on their period. Like, you know, they're being bitchy, they're being moody. But actually... (laughs) (laughs) I am such a beginner. Okay, I'll just turn my phone off right now. Bye! Okay, so Hella, her phone just went off. We're Norwegian Siri. Okay. Nice one. Okay, let's get back to the actual <laughs> topic that is unfortunately Sorry, not guys. <laughs> um, Yeah, the importance of the female cycle. Like, I think it is very much underestimated how much this really affects us as athletes. Um, I just made the experience that the past two um, competitions for me fell right onto my... Um, like the week before my cycle starts again, which is, you know, the PMS week kind of, where your hormones are super low, all over the place, you have low energy, you don't have a lot of strength, you're tired super quickly, which, as you can imagine, does not mix well with competing on a high level. Um, So yes, I think 
this is a huge disadvantage. Like there's just a whole week per month where we cannot perform on our be- at our best. Mm. And I think even girls underestimate how much the cycle can influence your mood and your especially your strength, your endurance and all of this. So yeah, I got a little bit into that, started reading this book called Roar. If you're interested, just leave a comment. I'll link it for you guys. Um, and it just talks about how to eat and train with your periods and with your female cycle in order to achieve the best possible performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's super important to talk about because it isn't just us being dramatic and us being moody and bitchy. It's really our bodies preparing for a child, basically. And that just makes a huge difference. Like compared yeah. to guys yeah. with the hormones, that's a hard one. And mm. yeah, I just think it needs to be talked about. Yeah, for sure. I think in sports as well, since performance most of the time is so important, sometimes we just fully forget about the cycle as well Mm. like when I was in my R6 times I had to be a bit lighter than maybe was good for me Um, and I didn't have my period for a really long time actually that was never really yeah pointed out as a problem well now I'm a bit more to my normal weight and um, actually I'm back on my period as well which is yeah yeah. achievements it's it's, it is good and I really realized that we've always seen it as something that's not important well Mm. it's our body we should take care of it and Mm. and we need to like our bodies are weapon at the moment as professional athletes exactly yeah yeah for sure and I don't have my period because I have this prevention stick thingy in my arm but I think I also could be way more aware of how to train during you should yeah Yeah, definitely and also as you said nutrition is also super important like Mm. that influences you yeah that influences everything so it's just really good to be aware of that Mm. um maybe we could actually yeah make a separate podcast about this i think so leave a comment if you would like other than that for sure there are more disadvantages yeah take it away i know you have some experience after (laughs) being in the industry for so long oh yeah okay so so, yeah one of the things i already pointed out before one time um where we've been talking about is actually yeah, that the knowledge I've gained over the few over the years, actually, um, when it comes to either gear or when it comes to techniques, sometimes I really feel unappreciated of that knowledge and mm-hmm. that people not really take me serious when I would give them a tip, for example, um, or just don't be would not believe that I have that knowledge or that mm-hmm. experience. And um, yeah, they don't trust kind of my capabilities. I even had a f- like not even it just didn't even happen once like for sure two or three times in the last couple of years already that I was on the beach and that guys just grab my gear from my hand and they want to kind of start rigging for me mm. and yeah it's, it's just so, so, so weird odd. just yeah yeah or when you try to get out of the water and they ask do you need help and you say no and they still yeah and then they just make it worse they make it worse exactly this happens so often actually and it's nice that people want to help but i think it's also really important to yeah to be independent in that and we are athletes that have been in it even after a year now i mean you're in this sport for seven (laughs) months you don't need help to get into it and out of the water it's it's nice if someone helps but you don't need it and i feel like a lot of the time Mm. the perspective is really that we cannot do it our own or that we do not have the knowledge or not get asked even though the male is like a beginner himself they yeah, think yeah. that they know how to do usually it better. It's, usually it's not the professionals because no, they no, know no. us. It's the hobby windsurfers, yes. guys, older guys that think because I'm a girl, I need their help. Even if I say no. And yeah. that's my point. Like if you offer your help, nice. Thank you. Super cute. But if I say no, 
fuck off. Stay away. Yeah. yeah, but shout out to the guys that do appreciate it. But because I've also had people come up to me on the beach and that were like, oh, super yes, cool yes. that you're into it. And mm. that's maybe also a little bit an advantage again that not many girls yet do it which we mm. hope in the future will change but for sure of course it's also cool to if people do see that and yeah do acknowledge that yeah. and see that yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. hello what about you do you have anything that comes to your mind that you would say is a bit of a disadvantage mm. as a woman in a male-dominated sport yeah well also in terms of like of equipment like all the equipment is made for 100 kilos two meter male like and yeah. we are not even close to that so i feel like the whole industry is based around the men mm-hmm. and like in in every way actually it's just based around the men and then they complain that no nah, there is no women so why should you get equal price money why should you get equipment but i think we need to see that we have to create a good environment for female for them to bother to even consider getting into the sport because who would get into this sport when you're being constantly discriminated like yeah. exactly and sometimes it's also like on a subconscious level mm-hmm. it's not even yeah i think they're not trying to be mean like also friends of ours do that mm. subconsciously and i'm sure we've done it ourselves yeah, probably sure, sure. And imagine just seeing more girls or having gear that is promoted and developed specifically by and for girls. Because do we know people in the industry that Mm. actually, like girls, women in the industry that actually develop gear? Like, I don't really know. Um, Maybe sometimes you can have a say a little bit with actively being part of development mm-hmm. that's very no and i've seen rare. so many like groups like yeah we're going off to develop a sale for this and this and this brand and it's all guys always yeah, yeah. so yes i think that's a huge problem mm-hmm. just the representation itself like that's chaotic yeah, and problematic and also then complaining no there's no women and then yeah. okay but we don't not. give them the platform and yeah, i know exactly. i just know that if you see a girl or a woman that's doing sick tricks or is doing stuff and that's actively being promoted Mm. that more people will be inspired because you can recognize yourself exactly Exactly. yeah i agree that's Mm, a really good point this recognition of yourself like Mm -hmm. you said that a little bit before with the winging you know like say that again i really like that one yeah so when we were when quite recently there was also this discussion in the winging industry because there there's no equal prize money yet um it's a new sport as well but I really have only seen also footage of men doing tricks, men ripping in the waves. Well, there's also women that can do it and not mm. even showing that also does not give you yeah the confidence of maybe trying it yourself. Exactly. exactly. And also being like a young girl on Instagram and only see men doing it, then you're thinking, oh, maybe so I it's cannot. not for me. Mm-hmm. But if you see a woman doing it, like it could be foiling, it could be surfing, it could be anything. But if you see someone like yourself making it, you can be you so, know. so you can inspired. Yeah, super important part. So we've been talking already a little bit about disadvantages. Are there more things, you girl, that pop into your mind? Yes, if I may. If I may take the mic. Um, so there is one thing in particular that has been bothering me for a while. And I, it, I feel like it also needs to be talked about. And it is the marketing and sponsoring part of windsurfing. So while my skills on the water are not super developed yet, and I'm definitely working on that i think my strength currently lies into in the marketing um i feel like over the couple of months that i've been into this i've really been working hard on getting sponsors and financing this whole project also because i don't belong to federation so i don't actually get money anywhere and because my results um are not great yet of course um i cannot get sponsors 
through my results. So I had to step up my marketing game, which I did. Um, and I've gotten some really sick deals. Um, and whenever people ask me about them and also ask me like, Ooh, like, how did you get there? Like, what, how did you do that? Like, what did you do? Um, often when it's guys, they would just go like, Oh yeah, of course, because it's your, your, you're a girl. Like, of course you get that. Like, and first of all, that I mean, it makes me so mad. I think you can already hear it on my voice. Like that's one comment that I despise. Not because I mean, first of all, it's sex- sexist. Like clearly, it's clearly yeah. sexist. Second of all, it's also jealous. Like it's just mm. jealousy that they're reflecting back on me. But third, you are saying a work I put in is not worth as much, or you are not valuing the work I put in, not appreciating it, yeah. and undermining my effort that I put into this. And telling me basically that you didn't even have to work hard for it. Like you just got it because you're a girl, because you have boobs or whatever. And I think that is beyond, like, there's no respect in that. And I I really do not appreciate that. I would never Mm -hmm. go to a guy that just had a super good sponsor deal and be like, oh, yeah, because you've showed some balls or you because you put your dick on a table. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, like you got this deal. No, like Mm -hmm. I got there because I worked hard. And I know for a fact that usually the person that says says that kind of comment mm. did not put the same effort in as i did no and i feel like also when guys say that to you it's because they feel threatened because you managed yeah. to do something that they could not 100 percent. and then they blame it on your vagina exactly yeah. mm-hmm. which they wish but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's just a big thing and mm. i feel like i'm not the only one that has has experienced that and i know there's a lot of people that don't put as much effort into maybe media coverage or marketing in general because they're more focused on the windsurfing which is fine, but then don't come to me and put the blame on me being a girl that I have something that you didn't yeah. work for, you know? So Yeah, and I've seen you work for it super hard, so yeah, but it's true and for mm-hmm. sure it's a really good point actually. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So if you listen to this podcast and you've ever done it, just don't. Yeah. Stop. Exactly. And if you want a good sponsorship deal, you can always come and ask me and I will always help you, which I've done in the past. Also, Sarah, and I guess you as well, like, we've done a lot of this work. So, yeah. always come and ask. I'm happy to help. But with the sexism? Yeah, it's not out. because we're girls. No. Really. No. Okay, so I think we should now skip to the good part. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> for yeah. sure, there is advantages. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Take it away. We got some advantages. Let's let's think about that. I think it's also really important to maybe it's to realize that it should be about equality. So it should maybe not really be an advantage. And it isn't. I really do not think of a part where we, like girls have an advantage over guys. No, I find it hard to find actually. Yeah. I think it's more where where like let's talk about the parts where we are equal to the guys already. Yeah. And maybe also about I think what what is a nice ways that maybe since we're now sometimes a little bit in the minority mm-hmm. that actually we try to um, encourage it, each other empower each other and therefore the community is nicer we love to hang out we love mm-hmm. to help each other out on the water so this is definitely a thing that also makes us the female windsurfers definitely more stronger in the whole yeah. community yeah definitely i feel like the girls community is so well so good probably mm-hmm. because we have had to fight for for our space here so we are more conscious of one another and i i just love that we love are like spirit yes that even though we're fighting in the top we're still super good friends with like marion which is first and blanca and like it's just so good to like even though we're like fighting it out in the water we're still 
Yeah, really try to help each other out. Exactly, having such a good relationship to one another. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still do think that's another nice part about women and windsurfing can really be that. I mean, in general, I think women are beautiful. So <laughs> we make true. the sport beautiful. Let's show a little bit of that feminine side as well. It's mm-hmm. not only masculine and strong and all, yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, and also backtracking of that, actually, um, I think if we talk a little bit about the media, mm-hmm. I feel like especially the windsurf channels um, make a good job at this point to represent both. Mm-hmm. Maybe especially because girls can look so beautiful. I mean, so can guys, of course, but maybe because girls can bring this feminine energy into it a little bit that, mm-hmm. you know, it's very visible on the photos and there is a lot of channels that represent either both really well or the Windsurf Gold channel, which I love, by the way, which yes. is also growing massively lately. Um, yeah, where it's really putting like putting like they put an emphasis on girls in the sport so mm, yeah. i think they're doing well with the media representation yeah Definitely. for sure in both the professional windsurf association mm. so pwa as well as the olympic clause i think they're both genders are represented equally yeah all definitely. genders i'm sorry we're gender inclusive all genders <laughs> are represented yes. as well <laughs> yeah definitely and yeah just to think also about equality when i combine the classes now both in pwa and iq foil class mm-hmm. quite recently you also really see that um, we have the same amount of racing we're mm-hmm. not the men are prioritized over the women and i think that's a really good thing to see yeah happening yeah, yeah i think there is improvements happening i feel we gotta year. push more for we gotta sure. push we more because we're not there yet but i feel like we are getting there I we're agree. on our way getting there and i think with the people that we have around us with these strong women we will get there for sure like for i have sure. no doubt i just mm. wanted a little bit faster than maybe it is happening right now mm. just saying yeah mm. definitely so can we think of more advantages i don't really know it's it's I a bit like harder yeah. are we so negative we, oh, we are negative people <laughs> no i have another one i actually what? do i've just realized this now and i didn't even say this one before so for me, as a person who came into the windsurfing with zero experience, and my goal was to collect as much experience as possible, so I went to all the pros to ask for tips. And I went also to the guys because they're not my competition in a way. So I was like, okay, maybe I get easy information there because they're not you know, feeling threatened. And every single guy, girls as well though, were like they were all so willing to help me like Mm. they were super excited that I was interested they were super willing to tell me all the information and more that I needed um so I have to say I always felt super supported by the guys or writers themselves like I could just Mm. go ask for questions they would explain they would love that I wanted to know um so yeah yeah I have to say like the they're willing to help it's not like oh you're a girl like you wouldn't know anyways no like if you want to know and you ask them they're willing to help which that's i cool. think that's cool too. That's, that's an cool. advantage and that's also a little bit the community i think that's also yeah. why we love being in a windsurfing world and doing this sport it's because mm-hmm. everyone is really yeah having a passion for it and really wants to help each other out and mm-hmm. it's just cool that's yeah yeah cool that we are in there and there's some slight improvements and we hope mm-hmm. to be also a little bit of a part yes. in that um yeah, yeah. Should we wrap it up a little bit already? I think, I think so. so right? I think we're there. Yeah, yeah. we've been talks. recording for a while yeah. now. Exactly. I mean, we yeah. wanted this to be like a short introduction episode. It ended up being a bit longer than that because that's a topic we're really passionate about. And yeah, I think that's super that needs cool. needs to be heard. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, before we're going to end it, 
having some we have some ending questions yes. so let's start with elena how do you want to be remembered i want to be remembered as the girl that just you know kind of came out of nowhere went all in and made things happen and That's maybe cool. yeah making people inspire people to make things happen as well That's really that cool. it's doable you know for mm. sure and where can people find you so on all my socials i'm under elena.shandera shandera is written as sandera um so facebook linkedin instagram youtube literally everything and on tiktok <laughs> there's no point actually which i maybe i should change that yeah you'll yeah. find me we are gonna grow on tiktok <laughs> yes <laughs> just start That's a mission All right, Hella, how do you want to be remembered? I want to remember be remembered as a positive and happy and a kind girl, but also like as a good windsurfer and also like inspire other girls, like show that it's actually possible to live from windsurfing, Ooh. even though you're a girl. Because I got hurt like when I was younger, like I got told that it, since you're a girl, you can never live from windsurfing. But I want to show that it's actually possible. That's sick. And we will make it possible. Mm, exactly. Watch us. Watch this space. Yeah. Uh -huh. And where can we find you? I'm Hella underline Opadal on Instagram and also just started on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Star? What is like, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I guess we all have that in common. We want to inspire others, right? Yes. Like we want people to yeah, see that you can actually go for your dreams. And I also want to be a part of that. I want to give people that push to just go for it, not be scared and mm. and yeah, just go for the dreams they have. And whether it's in windsurfing or something else, that mm. actually doesn't matter. Just yeah, take the jump, you know? So yes. that's super cool to Amen. be super cool. And how do people find you and where? Yeah, I'm Sarah.surfing. So I'm basically Instagram, Facebook as well, TikTok. Yeah. LinkedIn, I saw your LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn. Oh yeah. And um for us we have a Instagram account actually oh, also yes. oh, yeah, World of Wind Girls. So, All our personal Instagrams are linked there as well. And Some go there, follow, like, yes. and just tell us, share. Yes. What do you want to hear? Who do you want to hear? Did you like it? I hope yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five star ratings. Yes. Yeah. Please. For sure. Yeah. And we yes. want to go on Spotify as well. Um, yes. So yeah. And yes. also, should we tell about next episode a little? Yes. Oh, yes. A little sneak peek. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the guest for the next episode is Amado Friesweig. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a multidiscipline windsurfer, yeah. um, freestyle champion for sure. That's maybe where most people know him from. Mm. He's from Bonaire. And actually, his lifestyle has already from a young age been yeah, full power windsurfing. He's also into waves, into slalom. Mm. He's doing everything. And... He's a little bit famous, actually, in the windsurf world. Yes. A little bit very famous. And that's exactly what we want to talk about to him. The ups yeah. and downs um, of this fame. Mm -hmm. Look a bit behind the scenes. So let's see what yes. he's going to be telling so tune in us. to hear more about his personal life and about how he can deal with fame. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys.